Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush A Lot Podcast, word, uh, welcome to the Crush A Lot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know, war raps, throw beats on the forefront, that's bound to just blow, your mind into the breeze, one-on-one, sending to cheese, the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees, voice heard across seas when they building on facts, Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back Everything is on wax for the hip-hop leaders Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant Crush a lot with hip-hop, live like a settlement Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone World Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. No Sir Love Day. He's auditioning for a new movie scene. No Kalina. She's flexing on the beach in Miami while I'm freezing my ass off in Brooklyn. So I had to tag in uh, all the way from California, weekly rap gods, hypnotic one, Angela, back on the show. Angela, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm cold up here in Brooklyn, but I'm happy. Uh, let's right get right here. into it, man. I <laughs> uh, I wanted to get our guest on for a little bit of time, um, mostly because of the review that I read from you about his latest album with uh, Tone Spliff, um, The Prophet and the King, I believe I got that right, Solomon Child, is yeah, on yeah. the show. Solomon Solomon Child, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. What's going on, Dan? How y'all doing? Doing good. good. So happy to to be talking to you. I know Angela, you had a you had a great piece on his album, pretty much praising it and I totally agree with your sentiments on the album. Um and I'm a big Wu Tang fan, so um I'm a little biased to these things, but I also do have episodes on the show that's a little more critical. Um some of our with money with my my man Money Miz, so shout out Money Miz. Um yeah, yeah, Money Mez is a good dude. I, I, I like Money Mez. He's mad cool. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> um, and me and Money Mez are working on that's a little... That's the IG homie. <laughs> the IG, we are working yeah, on that's the IG homie. Yeah, 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 the IG yeah. homie. That's how we do it here. We, yeah. just, we just meet with people on the show. That's how we do it. So I know that I'm very eager to talk about the album, but also some things, uh, Wu-Tang um, as well. So I'm going to pass the mic, my refurbished Amazon mic, uh, over to uh, Angela. Uh, Angela, take the lead. Okay. Um, so the first thing I was wanting to know was how did it come about with you and Tone getting together for this project? Like who reached well, out Tone, to who? How did that come about? I don't know. No, nobody really reached out to nobody. Tone is like my man. So, you know what I mean? We, we talk all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it was just like a one day thing when it was like, yo, so you want to do a project together? And I was like, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? We uh, we do videos and all that stuff together already. So it's like, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, cool. Let's just do a project. And he was like, yo, but like, you know what I mean? Let's make it like a real ill project. I was like, all right, cool. Like not a mixtape type feel. Like let's go for like a real album feel. So I was like, all right, cool. And 
You know, I basically just, he just basically, I said, yo, but you got to give me some dope beats. You know what I mean? Like, I know you got dope beats, but I want like the dope, dope beats. Like that, that folder that you have like in the back of your closet that you don't really go to. Like, let me get that folder. So he's like, all right. So, you know, we just put it together and he was like, you know, let me, you know, kick it with some people and, you know, get some contacts and, you know, get some collabs and you try on your end and get some collabs and. I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, and then, you know, it came together. Okay. And, um, I, um, what else was I, I was going to ask, um, who, who came up with the concept and the theme, like, you know, like the album cover and all that. Cause I had hit up tone and I was like, at first I was, I was joking with him and I was like, so which one of you is a prophet and which one of you is a king? <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it was obvious, but I was just wondering, like, whose idea was it to come up with like the album cover and just like the whole concept of that? Cause I thought that, I mean, I really like like that cover too. Yeah, it was like a joint, a joint feel, you know what I mean? Everything was like together. We did everything together. You know what I mean? We just basically felt like, you know, everything was together. You know what I mean? The artwork guy was through him. That was like his artwork guy. So, you know what I mean? It was like, you know, it was cool, but, you know what I mean? You know, everything was ran by me first. And I was like, all right, this is dope. You know what I mean? I think I, I think my cousins, my little cousins was in the room. They was in the studio when we got the email with the artwork. And they was like, yo, bro, that's dope. Like, what's that money right there? I'm like, nah, man, that's books. I was like, oh. And then we was all just laughing. But it was like, it was really hot. So we just ran with it. Yeah, it's a dope cover. I like all the color and all the stuff on there. So, yeah, and we nice and we talked about that. Me, Angela, and our other our other buddy, Sir Love Day. We talk about the importance of having a, a solid album cover, solid yeah. visuals around the whole package. And I think the package really complemented what the what the content was uh, lyrically and production wise. A lot of people like if you go to Daft Piff and just look at all the random mixtapes they like it's like all generic stuff that doesn't really give you yeah. an idea what you're about to experience and i think it's a shame that people don't take the art side as seriously as this album does and uh, you know that effort that attention to detail is really really important especially if you want me to buy physicals like i'll yeah. buy physical for yeah, music yeah, exactly. but the art is important packaging is a big deal yeah for so vinyl like, collectors like me yeah i need the visuals especially sure. if you're gonna spend the nice. money you you want it to like you know it's like an art piece too so like that's a big part of you know when you when you come up with an album and you put that up for sale you know like the image the packaging is a big deal to a lot of people so I appreciate the good mm-hmm. the covers mm-hmm. like when it's nice like that. So. That, that cover is dope. I think I think yeah, we'll yeah. take that album to the next level. Is doing like a lithogram of it, and I think it, <laughs> it would it would be. I'll be like, here, take my money, take my money. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. I want to nice. talk about nice. one of my my personal favorite tracks, and um, there's a lot of tracks on there that I really vibe with. Shout out to Sadat X. I think that was a great feature to have him there. Such a unique voice. Yeah, so every yeah. time he he goes on and you mix him with the right person, just he just sounds so much better next to uh, certain voices. I think my the, yeah, I, I, I grew up. I, I'm sorry, I grew ahead. up listening to Sadat X. So like you know, for me to get that feature was like huge. I just you know that brought me back to like 
you know, all for one, brand newbie in. Mm-hmm. It's all for one. And I just felt like, I felt like a kid again, you know, having him on my project. So I was just like, that was like, you know, that was mind blowing for me. Yeah, it was great to hear him on it. Um, you, the last track of the album was a, a tender moment where you were really paying homage to Prodigy of Ma Deep, yeah. Pumpkinhead, um, legendary underground MC, one of the best, not talked about as often as I think he should be. And of course, Sean Price and me coming from Brooklyn, you know, that one's a very close one uh, f- for us because I'm a big Brooklyn guy and a big Brooklyn MC kind of guy. Um, what was the inspiration for that? Um, why the need to put that on the album um, as a as a tribute to those gentlemen? Um, I mean, it was just a relationship thing. You know, I mean, those was it wasn't like it was a gimmick thing. Like I really knew them. You know what I mean? So you know, for me to know them, you know what I mean. I knew Big, but I didn't know Big. Like I seen Big. So that's like, you know, I was I might have I might have been at, you know, a, a a spot that Wu was performing at and Big was there. Or I might have been somewhere in the city and seen Big with Junior Mafia, you know, but like oh okay, oh that's a little dude that be with Wu Tang, cool. But I didn't know Big. But Sean Price and Prodigy, like I bid it with Prodigy, you know what I mean? Not only did I know him, but I bid it with him. Like, we did a bid on the island together, you know what I mean? Like, I really knew Sean, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, Pumpkinhead was like, you know, it was it was like, you know, he was an underground god, you know what I mean? And it was like, he wasn't even really like, uh, uh, he wasn't a, 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 stuck up type of dude he was like a real humble dude so i knew him you know supernatural and all of them dudes from um my my man ja and cool kim from the umcs um they when i was younger i had i used to roll with them to like latin quarters and things like that so you know i knew these dudes like thurston howell and all of them before they was really like you know, in the game, I know them when they were coming up, like I was. So it was like, you know, for me to see the rise and, you know, lose them at such of a early age like that, it was just real, you know what I mean? I wanted to, like, you know, really, if you notice, like, the stories I'm telling with their verse, those are real stories. Those are not, like, those those are actual you know times that happen you know what i mean hip-hop camp you know i got pictures with the hip-hop camp with me and prodigy and havoc and we i was really bent that night and they really was laughing at me because i was so drunk like you don't even get drunk like ah you're crazy <laughs> you know what i mean so you know it was like you know and sean me seeing sean i mean i remember you know being on the road with ghosts and you know we was in europe and I remember Sean being seeing Sean outside of the hotel, and I'm like, "What are you doing out here?" He's like, "What do you mean? What am I doing out here? I'm doing the same thing you're doing out here. I'm trying to get money. I'm like, why is it so dark out here?" He so we just started laughing, you know what I mean? And it was just crazy, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, it was just a serious, a serious feel for me, and I wanted to really express it, you know what I mean? Without the gimmick, without the, without the, you know, trying to. Do it like as if I was doing it for some kind of, it's not a you selling know, point. some kind of, 
Yeah, I wasn't selling it. I wasn't looking to build off of it. I wasn't looking to get anything, you know, done off of it. I just wanted to do it because they were friends of mine, and I felt like paying homage to some real dudes. Yeah, I think you did a good job. It comes off that way. It comes off like a very, mm-hmm. a very personal, vulnerable that, moment. That's what I said when I did my review. I said the same exact thing. Like that was a main reason why I really liked that song. When I when I did the review about it, I was saying about why I liked it a lot is it was authentic. You could tell the like each verse you shared. It was personal. Like you shared the experience that you had with them, like you said, and. I would rewind it, go back, and then, like, I I started to tear up a couple of times when I would listen to it because when you brought up like the part on the end of their verses about their kids and that their family was gonna be hurt the most, like, it was really personal and it was really heartfelt. So I thought it was a really great way to close the album and and just like you said, if, if everything about it was just authentic when it, you weren't trying to sell anything, just like you said and. I, I like that one a lot too. Yeah, 100%. Um, and you had a long a long career, um, obviously being a part of the Wu Tang affiliates. There, this is one. It's it's wonderful. I mean, at, at one time, like the affiliates were. I can't think of an affiliate that's like a bad MC. One, I I, I try to think of one today. Like none none of the Killer Army cats are. Are slouches, none of the sons of mans, even the ones that didn't blow up the way I wanted them to. Like twelve o'clock is dope, two in a row is dope, Holocaust War Cloud dope. You know, I can't think of one. And then there's Solomon Child. I feel at times this is like my thinking as a Wu Tang fan. I feel like being a Wu Tang affiliate is a blessing, and then at the same time, it's like pigeonholes your style a, a little bit. Like you only cater to like only the Wu Tang hardcore fans seem to know what's going on with the affiliates, but it doesn't bridge outside of that. And I'm always getting that's why. I, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. That's why I always try to like, you know, I, I, I try my hardest to go as versatile as possibly. You know what I mean? That I could go. Like, you know, I try to give it to them. Like, you know, my, my, to, to real quick before I even get into that, I don't think you'll ever find somebody in the woo that is not official. Bottom line. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whether it's an affiliate, general, whether it's whatever, that we all got skills. It's like, you know what I mean? There's never like, oh, you know, uh, he's all right, but he don't belong there. Nah, it's never one of those. It's like everybody belongs there. So I always try to give them as much as I could possibly give them because Wu-Tang is originality. You know what I mean? So I, I, I always, I never try to like even diss or disrespect anybody else's craft. My GOAT, my greatest of all time MC, believe it or not, is LL Cool J. Um, I believe LL is the greatest of all time because you got dudes that come out and they're able to be destruction in their lane. Whereas LL, he came out 
and he was able to be dominant in every lane. He's able to take whatever's out there at that time and flip it his way, but not give it to you their way, but their however whatever's like going on, he's able to basically, you know, give them that give them that 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 decent sound that he felt was, you know, incorporated with what was going on at that time. And it's like, you know, that's why I always I, I really like his I like his flow so much. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just basically try to give him that. You know what I mean? I try to stay versatile. I'm always gonna be versatile. I know a lot of people I, I think I think I think one I forgot who it was. I don't know who it was, but I seen a write up and they was like, um, you know, I really haven't really been a fan of Solomon Child. I was like, word, damn, that was kind of deep. You know what I mean? He said, but but this new project with Tone Spliff is fire. And I was like, wow. So I was like, wow, I wonder why he didn't like, you know, really was jacking me before. And it was like, you know, because it was more like I was being, in his eyes, he said like, he felt like I was being too versatile. I was given too much, you know, I would give this kind of music. I would give that kind of music. I would give this kind. Of, but I'm thinking like, wait a minute. I thought that's what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? I thought we're supposed to be versatile and give you all shades of 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 scenarios and and, and all shades of music. I never thought that you had to stay at one specific genre. Yeah, and, the, the Wu Tang sound. If, yeah, like, if you're Wu Tang, you have to have a Wu Tang sound. And I'm on no, that. I push. I push against that because a lot of lot, yes. like a lot of Dark Man had a Wu Tang sound in his first album, one one of the best underground albums ever, and then he completely abandoned it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do something completely. I'm like, mm-hmm. my dude, sounding like Cash Money up in here, and you know, a lot of people got turned off mm-hmm. by that. And I'm like, nah, my dude is mm-hmm. trying to find a niche in his lane and create. And maybe the door was exactly. a Wu-Tang sound. And that's a that's a legit thing. But I think Wu-Tang, hardcore Wu-Tang fans, pigeonhole our favorites to have a Wu-Tang sound. And we need to get over that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, seriously. I noticed that, too. Mm-hmm. I think, I think mm-hmm. uh, Wu-Tang fans are usually amongst the most critical in the world of hip-hop. Every time they mm-hmm. see something, they're Facts. anticipating it to sound like Enter the 36 Chambers or Wu-Tang Forever. And- Facts. God forbid if it doesn't sound like that, you gonna hear an earful from the fans, and they'll just blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like this, and I'm like, you're thinking like decades have gone by. Can you like, are they always gonna sound the way that they did in their prime? Like, you know, there's a way to be versatile yeah, like, without without you know losing a sense of who you are, or you know, like you can still progress and still have certain aspects of you that's always going to be like a trademark or something you're known for, but it's not always necessarily a bad thing to be versatile. You know, you can still do it and still be true to yourself. But I do think that Wu-Tang fans are probably some of the most critical when it comes to stuff like that. They're <laughs> so. very, very, very critical. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's like kind of hard sometimes for you to actually get something off 
you know, like you want to get an emotion off. You might want to, you might want to do a nice love song or something. You know, you might be feeling like you know some kind of way. You might want to get a romantic song off, and you got that hardcore Wu Tang fan that's like, no, not that song, not that style. How dare you? You're like, whoa! And they'll go in on social media. They'll make it so obvious <laughs> about how they feel. <laughs> how dare you come with that style? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely. Like me and Money Miz definitely weren't holding back when we when we did our top five um, Wu Tang, you fucked up list, um, and we did that out of love, and it wasn't even serious stuff. It was like, where's the cure? Where's the cure? Where is it? Don't promote it, uh-huh. and you don't release it. Uh, why did you sell this album to the rich pharmaceutical guy? Meanwhile, I spent hundreds of my hard earned money, you know, like little things like that. We were like kind of ribbing on it. Um, but there's sometimes mm-hmm. those things are like for Wu Tang fans are real, and it's an interesting thing because it literally is feels at time like there's hip hop and then there's the Wu Tang universe that sits outside of hip hop. Because if you look at the underground scene, we're talking about Rome Streets, Crime Apple, all the new cats coming up. But the Wu Tang affiliates are there in the underground scene as well, and they're not mentioned because of that affiliation. They kind of sit in their own. Uh, bubble. No one's talking about Ninth Print Madman or Don Pacino's uh, um, Fire God coming out. It's not in the rotations of conversations because it seems like Wu-Tang just sits outside of hip-hop in its weird way. Not because of Wu-Tang or the affiliates fault. It's because it's just it's in, it, in its own universe. And I, I just don't, yeah. I don't get it. Me neither. I don't get it either. I think that's the reason why I always say, you know what? I'm going to continuously do it the way that I'm doing it. I'm going to give you a Wu-Tang project, you know, a Wu-Tang sounding project, but then I'm always going to versatile back and I'm going to go back to that other realm. You know what I mean? Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's almost like a, it's like you, it's not the music that you're making. Even when I get in that realm, my music's across a little bit more dynamic than, the way that y'all are giving it to us. So, you know what I mean? I think it's almost like, you know, I I think sometimes it's like, well, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, like, you remember when, you remember when, 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 when you was, when you was younger and you guys ran a three on three and, 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 and they was like, oh yeah, they won because they got all the dominant players on their team. That's how it is with Wu-Tang. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, every you guys are dominant, so it's like you know whatever you guys do, it's like if you you're supposed to be doing that. Hey, that's a great analogy. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, and it feels that way. But you know what? If I could just listen to Wu Tang and Wu Tang Philly music my whole life, I'm good with that. I I really am. That's mm-hmm. all. You know, there's so mm-hmm. much there, and I encourage the listeners who are new to the show. Thank you for checking that out. Um, go back to the catalog. There's so many. Don't worry about the main, the main nine, DS nine. Don't worry about the DS nine crew. They're good. They're good. They're touring. They're good. Twenty fifth anniversary. They're good. But the Wu affiliates, they should get a lot of love because that's really where the strength of the Wu come comes in for me. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they, exactly. they really fleshed out this this army. You could go to the the first three, yeah. the only three killer army. Albums are all fantastic. Sons of Man albums, fantastic. Grave Digger, life changing. One of, you know, that album itself is 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 extraordinary. Killer Priest catalog is is dense as anybody else's. 
You could argue he's he, yeah. you could argue he's the goat. If you look at every single album, my my, my dude does not hey. drop duds. And, and even on production side, yeah, you got the RZA, but let's I'm gonna be super honest. RZA was hot for five good years, five, six, seven years. Behind the scenes, Fourth Disciple been killing it. True Masters been killing it. Virgin Legacy, all those killing, them. killing it for years. Killing them. Even Golden when Inspector all. Deck killing was them. was tampering with with production, killing it. He so, still is. He still is. Amazing. He's phenomenal at it. And, and the Zar face stuff, like the the like the survival instincts of Wu Tang to keep up with the times has has been pretty good. Maybe he hasn't hit, hit the 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 sales the way it used to, but I think music sells differently now. I don't think that's a good barometer anymore. On uh, and most of the Wu Tang albums never came out the gate selling anyway. They it, it it they grew on people. The Purple Tape wasn't considered a classic right off the bat. It took years for people to notice the brilliance of that album. Years and. Mind you, a small detail to that album that was crucial was the fact that it was purple. Like, people yeah, overlook. Was, like, was, if you didn't have that purple, Raekwon didn't make that call, we wouldn't be talking about the purple tape the way we talk about the purple tape. Indeed. And and those Indeed. little details about Wu-Tang, people miss, like, how smart everything was. And, you know, that's a special thing. And I'm happy you came on the show because... As a long-time Wu-Tang fan, Solomon Chow has always been on my rotation. So just talking to you is, is a great pleasure Thank and an honor. If you haven't checked out the album, Solomon Chow, Tone Spliff, The Prophet and the King, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. If you have Spotify or Apple Music, it's not going to cost you anything to just click on the link. Click on the goddamn right. link. Right? If there's, still, <laughs> if there's physicals still around, reach out. Get the physicals. The artwork is, is, is worth having. Um, do yourself yeah. another favor. If you don't take my word for it, take Angela's word for it. Go to Weekly Rap Card. Read the review. Yeah. Get the clicks exactly. there exactly. and check out the album. It's not going to cost you anything to do it now. Just stream it. Check them and out. Everything, and everything is coming out on the um, the cassette, the vinyl, all that drops this month. Look at that. Yes, the vinyl too. So that, yeah. you get the cover on vinyl. <laughs> Lithogram. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So I want to thank you for your time. Okay. You know where to find me. Crush a lot cheese. Crush a lot podcast everywhere. You can find the hypnotic one all over the place as well. <laughs> Solomon Child. Um, you can find them Instagram and all that place. Reach out. Super cool cat. We appreciate it. Most important, support the artist. If you like what you're hearing, check it out. If you want other people to check it out, hit the share button and let other people know what you're rocking to. We appreciate you, Solomon Child. Keep grinding. We're going to be out there. Um, promoting you and anytime you want to come to the show you're always welcome salute to you okay. and the New York Jets see no evil hear no evil prepare for the evil Solomon Child's the sequel as well as the cerebral and for the hip hop crown I'm on retrieval government issue SWAT team on the streets no role like condo in the belly of the beast Living with snakes and rats, fighting for food like the alley cat.